Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. It's a Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert. See if she can do for you what she did for Linda and me, and that was to help get that home loan approval turned around in a snap. Uh, she is, after all, the person who can make that home loan approval guarantee a reality. Check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com. It's B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, bowersockteam.com. We'll get to some baseball audio here in a minute. Uh, baseball season starts tomorrow. Taking on Arkansas at Globe Life. Craig will be there on the call. Uh, here's your lineup. We don't have a batting order, but here's what your lineup is going to be, Yep. at least for opening night. Uh, you will have either Garrett Golomet or Ryan Galvan behind the plate. Uh, Kimball Schusler is done for the year with a knee yeah. injury. That's unfortunate. Uh, so they won't have him. But David Pierce still likes the catching depth. You know, Peyton Powell might be able to to be back there a little bit because he's healthy for the first time in a while. It'll be one of those two guys, one of the two newcomers at catcher, Jared Thomas, the freshman from Waxahachie at first base, uh, Jack O'Dowd starting at second base, Mitchell Daly at shortstop. We already talked about that, him moving over from second to short. Uh, Jalen Flores, really, really talented freshman out of San Antonio Brandeis at third. And then your outfield will be Porter Brown, the TCU transfer and left, who David Pierce really likes a lot. Eric Kennedy in center, and then Dylan Campbell in right, and we'll see what happens with that D8 spot. Could be Max Bellew, could be a, a number of different guys, but I think you know with the the emergence of Kate O'Hara and Jaden Duplantier in the middle infield, even with Daly or O'Dowd, with Peyton Powell, with uh, you know like I said, a guy like Max Bellew, you've got some flexibility with the DH spot depending on what you want to do in your rotation. Lucas Gordon on Friday, Zane Morehouse on Saturday, and then Travis Staley. On Sunday, I was thinking, yep. uh, I was thinking that it was gonna be, it was gonna be Hurley, uh, but it's not. Uh, it's Travis Staley, and David Pierce said yesterday when I asked him why, why Travis on Sunday, he just said the experience factor. You know, Travis has pitched in that ballpark before. Said he's a lot more comfortable now on the mound than he was at this time last year. Slider looks really good, so. I think that's subject to change. is not written in stone, but there's your lineup and your starting rotation for uh, for opening weekend. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of flexibility with it, and 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 I think you'll see Hurley probably on Tuesday against against A and M Corpus yeah. Christi in the home opener. Charlie Hurley, another USC yep. transfer, by the way, for those who don't. Like I said, you're gonna you're gonna need that roster handy for these games, these early games. Toward that end, David Pierce was talking about how these guys have uh, put in the time and the effort to try to get themselves ready for the start of the season, and this is uh, what's going to be a uh, an interesting time for his baseball club as they've uh, taken the time to prepare themselves to get ready for 2023. Yeah, I mean, we get them in September, and they, they've worked hard. They've bought into culture. They've bought into the way we do things philosophically. It's been impressive with not only the staff but also the players. But until they get into an environment like Globe Life and playing some really good competition, you just don't know. So I don't think you can determine who we are after one week. Um, I think it's going to be something that kind of plays in time. My goal is to be good early, uh, to be great late. And so I think these guys have opportunity there. Yeah, it's there. Uh, starting off, as, as Jeff mentioned, with Arkansas tomorrow night and then on Saturday against Missouri at 3 o'clock and then Sunday morning mm-hmm. against uh, Vanderbilt. Kegs and eggs at Globe Life? Yeah, it might yeah. be that for Roger Wallace and <laughs> Keith Moreland there on Sunday. Uh, uh, Jeff mentioned that Dylan Campbell will start in right. He's one of the few veterans on this ball club. And uh, he was asked about it as well, about, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you think of this makeup of this group? And, and uh, uh, will, they, will they be uh, speed guys? Will they have some slugging 
uh, potential. What, what? And he just said, too early to tell. Uh, that's just kind of something that time will tell because I, I do think it'll be a lot different than last year. Um, like last year, obviously, we had a bunch of home runs and stuff. And this year, I'm not saying we can't, but um, I could see us having a completely different offense and a completely different identity this year. So I, I'm kind of interested to see how it's going to shape out when we start uh, on Friday. Yeah. A lot of question marks, for there's, sure. There's a reason why David Pierce, from the minute he took this job, I remember the first conversation I had with him when we were talking about offensive philosophy, and he said, I want to have a team that can score runs in multiple ways and kind of figure out as the season goes on mm-hmm. what your best move is going to be. Last year, uh, heavy on power, could rely on the long ball, could could rely on guys to come through with runners on base, drive one into the gap and get guys in. Uh, this year, I think you're going to maybe see a lot more short game, and especially with speed at the top of the lineup. You know, He wants his best hitters at the top of the lineup, so you'll see Kennedy hitting up in the top of the order. You'll see uh, Dylan Campbell hitting up high in the batting order. And between you know Campbell, Kennedy, Porter Brown, uh, you know even a guy like Jack O'Dowd, who you know the coaches like the – the strides he's made physically in the offseason, you know, you've got some speed where if you get some guys on the bases, and we've seen, Craig, we've seen guys do that. We've seen, you know, with D.C. and E.K. specifically, if those guys can just get on base, you put a lot of pressure on opposing pitchers with your run game. So it could be, you know, are they going to hit 128 home runs again this year? Probably not, but that doesn't mean they're going to be incapable of scoring runs. It's just going to come in a a different manner than what we saw last year. It'll be tomorrow evening. We'll have it for you on the horn. Uh, The... uh let me just put it to you this way. The scheduled airtime is 645 with the scheduled first pitch at 7 o'clock. It is the third game of three. Could be 7, could be 715, could be 945. Who knows? Be. So hang with us on that. Uh, Texas softball, by the way, got its uh, uh, home opener off to a good start with an 8-2 win over Lamar last night. This weekend they'll host the Texas Classic at McCombs Field. They'll play uh, Loyola of Chicago tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock followed by a game against Omaha at 5.30. And then on Saturday, they'll play Omaha at 3 and Loyola at 5.30 and then play Sunday at 12.30 against Incarnate Word. And all of those games uh, are on 105.3 The Bat, with the exception of the Sunday game. That's on AM 1260 because Texas women will be on uh, on, uh, on 105.3 The Bat Sunday afternoon.